You need to be the type of person, if you're gonna run a sub three hour marathon, you need to be the type of person that says to yourself, I'm the type of person that when I get home at 10 o'clock at night, I still go for my training run. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person that if I know I have a really busy day, I'm gonna get up at 4.30 in the morning to get in my training. I'm the type of person that when it's snowing outside, I run in the snow. When you start to attach your identity to these things, then all of a sudden, when it's snowing, when you have to stay late at work, it's, the, it's already taken care of. You've already told yourself what you're gonna do. It's not about just identifying the obstacles. It's telling you that you are the type of person that overcomes the obstacles that stop other people from reaching their goals. And that's not who you are. What confidence is has nothing to do with winning or the leaderboard. What confidence is, is knowing that you giving your best efforts is enough. Okay, Ben. Welcome back. Thanks, Patrick. All right. So I wanted to talk to you something about that, that we've talked about a little bit before. Um, I think we talked about it right after the new year. Uh, and that's goal setting. And sort of the, the first time we talked about it, I wanted to talk to you about it because I had the sense that you didn't like goals or mm-hmm. you didn't like goals. Uh, goal setting, something about it I knew that you didn't like. Um, and I think through that conversation, what I learned or what we learned was that it wasn't that you didn't like goals or goal setting you didn't like the way most people did it. Um, and so I wanted to kind of extend that conversation because I think it's a really good one. And it's also one that I know that you think about a lot and you've mm-hmm. sort of, uh, it sort of evolves every time you kind of dive back into it and see what how you can make it a little bit better. Um, and I know that that's the case now. So I wanted to just present you with an opportunity to walk us through, you know, whatever new thinking you have in goals sure. with with a sort of like a concrete or a, or a sort of a practical uh, scenario that I think everybody would understand. Um, and that scenario is just simply you have a member who comes to you and says, you know, I want to run a sub three, three, mi- three hour marathon, right? Running a sub three Minute marathon would be impressive. That would be impressive. And yeah. that would be a yeah, yeah. much more difficult goal to achieve. Yeah. So Got let's it. just start there. And then you can walk us through how maybe you would talk to that person, how you would work with that person to get from today to whatever it looks like. Sure. So um, kind of rehash what you just said. Yes, I, I'm a very goal-oriented person. Um, I set big, audacious goals for myself, and I try to pursue them with massive action. I think what most people do though, is they set themselves up for failure with goals. They have the goal of running your sub three marathon or deadlifting 500 pounds or getting below 10% body fat. And at the first sign of I'm trying, but it's not working. It's like, oh, well, let's Mm -hmm. move on to the next thing. Or this goal wasn't appropriate for me. And they just, they're dashed. It's the reason that people's new year's goals are gone within 14 to 21 days. Mm -hmm. So I'm a fan of goals if we set ourselves up for them the right way. And what most people are already forward thinking is like, he's going to talk about SMART goals. It's way beyond SMART goals. SMART goals is probably 10% of what is involved in this process. And this is the way I've always, I've not always, but the way I've uh, more recently gone about uh, setting goals for myself and talking about goals with my members. And it was really nicely encapsulated um, by a book called Rethinking Positive Thinking by a psychology professor, professor from... Um, NYU. Mm-hmm. I'm going to butcher the name, so I'm going to try. <laughs> but this is where this comes from. And they, rethinking Positive Thinking. That's rethinking Positive Thinking is the title of the book. And it's encapsulated very nicely in this acronym, 
whoop mm-hmm. and it's not the you know the the device mm-hmm. that you use to track your calories or whatever mm-hmm. that type. um this is just it's w-h-o-o-p and it has a nice acronym much like smart does mm-hmm. but i believe it goes a lot deeper okay. i've taken that and kind of uh, i don't want to say added to because but i've i've, I've reformulated it into my own version a little bit based off what my interpretation of these things are and added a little bit to change it from whoop mm-hmm. to whoopee okay so so added an I and an E. That's right at okay. the end. So you want to go work through them yeah. one at a time? Let's go, yeah, let's right. go with w, uh, w. So the W and the H actually go together and it's wishing and hoping. Okay. So I used to think that like you can't just wish and hope. You need to have a plan. It's not about, you know, I want to be able to do 30 unbroken handstand push-ups. It's about what are you going to do every single day to take action? But nobody gets excited about the action they'd have to take every single day. Nobody gets excited about five times six unbroken. <laughs> like that's yeah. just not. So you need this wish and hope. You need this big grand vision, this thing that's going to get you up out of bed in the morning. And it's important to have that. You have to have this grand vision we're looking for. Right. And in get, this case, it's the sub three hour marathon. Would that be? Yeah, that's yeah. Would that yeah. be a, uh, the sort of the wish and the hope? Yeah, I think it's that? I think it's uh run the wish and hope could even be more loosely defined to that is like to kick ass, like like set a PR um marathon. Gotcha. Right. So just like to set a new record for myself in a marathon. Mm-hmm. Which leads us to the next one, which is outcome. And outcome has two kind of pieces to that. One is let's not stop at the marathon PR. Like let's create this where smart comes in. Let's make this outcome specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. It's gotta be that. So that's where we're getting to that three hour Mm -hmm. that's we're getting to we're gonna do it in boston in 2018 and it gets to like um i have now signed up for that marathon and i'm gonna raise money through the dana farber institute so it's like we're really getting specific the second part of the outcome is what's it gonna feel like what is it gonna feel like when you accomplish that goal and now what you're doing is this is tony robbins stuff is you're tying emotion to an event and that's when it becomes real. Mm-hmm. If you just kind of think about it like, oh, it'd be great if I ran a sub three hour marathon. And you kind of, the next day you're like, yeah, that'd be really cool. But if you think about like, when I do that, I'm gonna be so happy. This is a lifelong goal I have. I want this more than anything else. I've worked so hard for this. I know that when I get this, I will have the respect and admiration of all my peers from my running club. And I know that I'll be the fastest guy from my um, college that's still running. And I know that everyone on Facebook will reach out. Literally, like, what is it that's driving you to get towards that goal? What's it going to feel like? Mm-hmm. And that's really important to tie the emotion to it. Okay. And if I would assume that if if you set that goal and you don't have that sort of, you can't find that emotional component to it, that that's maybe not the right goal. I would or? agree with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you can't tie emotion if to, if you what, can't get really excited about the idea of yeah. So let's that. say you your goal is to be um to like look really good next summer. Yep. You know, okay. Let's define that more specifically. Let's be like eight percent body fat by June first. Now, if you can't say like I want that because I know what the pride I'm going to feel when I go into that beach in the bathing suit. If you can't feel that, it's probably not the right goal for yep. you. Um. From there, we go to the next. Oh, mm-hmm. which is um, the obstacles. What is holding you back? What is standing in your way? What could keep you from achieving that goal? Okay. So if your goal is to run a sub three-hour marathon, it could be things like you work 60-hour work weeks. Yeah. 
It could be that you have young toddlers at home. It could be that you live in the Northeast and it's raining, right? <laughs> or that or it's snowing. Or snowing. Yeah, yeah I, I said raining because yeah. it's raining right now. <laughs> or that's snowing because Boston, for whatever yeah. reason, they right. schedule it in the spring. Yeah. So everybody has to train through the winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are the obstacles. And it's really important to know those things that are going to come up in your way. From there, you get to the P mm-hmm. and you plan it. You create the process. What is the step-by-step procedure that's going to get you there? Well, if you want to run a sub three-hour marathon, we know what that looks like. It looks like running, you know, 20, 30 miles a week, four or five days a week. And it's going to be something along the lines of, and you can vary this, but it's going to look something along the lines of every Tuesday and Thursday, you're going to run between four and six miles. Every Wednesday, you're going to do intervals of something between six and 10K. Every Saturday, you're going to run between 10 and 18 miles. Mondays and Fridays, you do CrossFit, and Sundays, you take off to hang with the family. Mm -hmm. If you hear that and you're like, what? I'm going to do what? <laughs> Again, this might be a checkpoint for you. Like that's not maybe the right goal for you. Yep. Maybe we're just trying to run a marathon. Yep. And in that case, it's like, let's take that and cut everything down in halves, mm-hmm. right? And you could be able to run a marathon that way. Yep. And that's the right goal for you. As long as you can still be like, this is what's going to feel like when I get there. Yeah. So kind of, if you get to that point, you kind of have to like work, then work backwards to some degree in order to get back to the place where getting those obstacles doesn't like doesn't mute the so here's what a lot of people do is they either they wish and they hope and they get that place where they create the vision it's gonna be like it'd be so great if i could run a marathon someday and it's not their fault Mm -hmm. that they stop there because the human brain psychology it's wired to give you credit and a hormonal release for just thinking those thoughts because we can't separate the subconscious from the conscious we actually get a feel good from just thinking about it yeah. if you think about if you talk about a cocktail party it's like i'm gonna run a marathon this is what i'm gonna do and you feel good yeah. so people stop there yep. we need to get way past that and way you get past that is let's create a specific smart a table relevant let's tie a feeling to it what's holding you back what's going to get in the way yeah you're gonna have to work some late nights yes you're gonna have to work and uh, get up early some mornings what do you do on those days mm-hmm. right this is the plan this is the pro- and do we have a step-by-step every day you know what that's going to look like? Mm-hmm. That's where the whoop kind of ended. Mm-hmm. But I think it goes beyond that. Okay. I think what we need to do is after you create that plan is you have to then go back to those obstacles and say to yourself, when these things present themselves, I am the type of person that dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. So this marathon thing. There's going to be times where let's say you're the person that runs after work. There's going to be times that you are caught up at work for an hour, two hours later than you should have been, where instead of getting home at 6.30, you're getting home at 8.30. You need to be the type of person, if you're going to run a sub three-hour marathon, you need to be the type of person that says to yourself, I'm the type of person that when I get home at 10 o'clock at night, I still go for my training run. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person that if I know I have a really busy day, I'm going to get up at 4.30 in the morning to get in my training. I'm the type of person that when it's snowing outside, I run in the snow. Mm-hmm. When you start to attack your identity to these things, then all of a sudden, when it's snowing, when you have to stay late at work, it's, the, it's already taken care of. You've already told yourself what you're going to do. It's not about just identifying the obstacles. It's telling you that you are the type of person that overcomes the obstacles mm-hmm. that stop other people from reaching their goals mm-hmm. and that's not who you are yep and i imagine that there's also sort of a, a 
you, you get you get points in some way in, to yourself when you prove that yeah when you prove that you are in fact the type of person it becomes who a self fulfilling e- prophecy exactly, yeah. right even if you are not that person right now if you can convince and just tell yourself like when it happens because it's going to happen when it happens when you know I had to stay up working on a project till one in the morning and I'm supposed to do my uh, training runs at five in the morning. I'm the type of person that still gets up to do those runs because yeah. it's about the discipline. It's not about the the marathon way down the road. It's about the daily discipline that we're trying to train in. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, rinse, wash, repeat, you are the sum of your habits. This is who you are. All of a sudden, you are the type of person that dot, dot, dot. Right. You know, somebody going through the Navy SEALs, if they tell themselves like, it's going to be hard and man, I wonder how I'm going to react when it gets hard. Mm-hmm. No way will you make it through it. Right. If you're the type of person that says, when this gets hard, that's when I dig in the hardest. Mm-hmm. That's where I love the mental test. That's where I know I'm going to get blisters. I know I'm going to get chafing. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be, you know, bloodshot eyes because I haven't slept in 72 hours. When that happens, that's when I know I can still thrive, not just survive. Yeah. So th- this element, the the sort of the I or the the, however you want to say that, and the understanding of the what obstacles are inevitably going to come up feel really tied together for me. Like yeah. Like once you identify them, then you have to identify yourself as the person who overcomes those very specific obstacles. It- Exactly. Yeah. And, but it's not just the identity you're creating. It's not just about the obstacles. It's all about the plan. Okay. I'm the type of person that can follow the plan. I'm the type of person that believes, and essentially it's the same thing, mm-hmm. right? We're saying that we can hold to the plan even though yep. these things are tough. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, it's, yep. it's one of, it's whether you talk about the obstacles or the yeah. plan, it's the same right. thing. Right. It's like, I'm the type of person that will continue to do my training runs mm-hmm. even though I was up all night with my yep. crying toddlers. Right. I'm the type of person that will stick to the plan because I am disciplined yep. and so on. Okay. So we've got one more piece to it. Which is E. E. We can talk about this all we want <laughs> and it means nothing. Yeah. You have to execute, which is the E. And you have to execute and take massive action. The only thing that matters, and this is the problem with the goals, is that people talk about them. Mm-hmm. And right now, like I feel good about it because I'm yeah. talking about goals. <laughs> right. Is that people give themselves credit for just the talking about it. One day I'm going to start my own business. I'm telling you, Patrick, one mm-hmm. day I'll start my own business and I start to feel good. Yep. I have a, you know, I'm going to have a, um, the life of an entrepreneur, which is I can see it. It's going to be great. I'm going to have this freedom and I'm going to be my own boss and be working on a business and I'm going to be creating jobs for other people and I'm going to be giving back. And I'm going to be doing all these great things, building something magical and creative. But they never take the first step, let alone all the steps. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters after all of this stuff, even if you do nothing else, even if you don't do the whoopee with the <laughs> with whoopie, whoopie, even if you never yeah, open a can of whoopie, that's okay. Yeah. If you just take the massive action, you're going to get there. Right. The other stuff is kind of nice and puts things in nice packages yep. and frameworks. And, and it helps you an, point yourself in the right direction. But Absolutely, yeah. for sure. But if you didn't do any of that. But if you, you just wake up every day and just take action. Totally. You're going to, you'll move somewhere. You'll that, move in some direction. The E is the thing that was missing from the other ones. You have to take massive action and there's no plan B because a plan B is a plan to fail. And you have to do everything you have, pour everything into that and just do it to the everything of your being. And this is what a lot of people do is they're going to start a business. I'm not saying if you're going to start a business, it's quit your job and do mm-hmm. this because you should keep that secondary income because it creates a feeder system for mm-hmm. what you're actually trying to create. 
But what it means is when it becomes the late nights, it's not like, I'm tired. I'm mm-hmm. not going to work on it tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're writing a book, it's like, no, it's taking, you have to write every single day. It's the action's the only thing that adds up to where you actually want to get to. Yep. So that's the, the, the acronym is um, Whoopi, mm-hmm. which is W-H, which is the wish and the hope. Yep. The O, the first one is the um, um, objective or outcome. And then it's obstacles that are holding you back, create a plan, and then the identity. I am the type of person that dot, 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 mm-hmm. and then execute, execute, execute. We only got one question, I think, Rock and, and it and it and it sort of popped in my head because of something that we, you and I talked about yesterday. You were sort of walking me through a little bit how you were thinking about um, training your games athletes over the course of mm-hmm. the, the next year, uh, and we don't have to go into what that meant. But the thing that was really interesting to me is um, the idea of like having this big goal, but then breaking it down into uh, measurable and manageable sub goals or whatever you want yeah, to call absolutely. those, those sort of smaller goals. Where does that fit in with Whoopi? Is that part of the, like the process? Is that what Yeah, the plan? that's part of the process. Okay. Of the plan. So, you, so do you like, you have that big goal, you, you get through this and then do you kind of go back and say, okay, if I want to run a, a three hour, I keep on say yeah. three minute uh, marathon, three, uh, three hour marathon. Do you then go back and say, okay, by January 1st, I want to be here, whatever the, whatever the, the appropriate, sort of measurements are and that's it that's it it's whatever the appropriate measurements are yeah. so somebody that's trying to run a sub three hour uh marathons be different from somebody that's just trying to complete one yep but for someone with a three hour one it'd be something along the lines of i want my time trials um to be at these times mm-hmm. i want my um my ramp up to be at 10 miles by january and then by february we're doing 14 miles and then by march we're doing 18s mm-hmm. so you set all these little measurable goals along yep. the way and what I like to do with that is, I think it's really wear and tear on the psychology for everybody um, if every day is that. Mm-hmm. So what I'd like to do is put little checkpoints along the way that just kind of are motivating factors. Yep. If the goal is so far out that it's you know, whatever, April yep. um, for the marathon or creating a business that you want to start in four or five years, it's really hard to kind of stay daily discipline to that. So create little short-term objectives for yourself to get to, which is, you know, if you're trying to start a business, it's I want to put together my business plan Mm -hmm. by the turn of the year. Mm -hmm. And then it's, I want to talk to um, uh, some potential investors and I want to, you know, do the market research. And then I want to um, try to create a a partnership with X, Y, and Z. You know, if it's the marathon, it's by the turn of the year, I want to be able to do a 10K in this. I want to be able to do this many miles per week. And I want my interval trainings to be hitting uh, these 800 repeats. Mm -hmm. And we're just kind of working towards those things. Knowing full well, the success of the overall mission does not... uh, live and die with right. each one of those things. They're right. just checkpoints along yep. the way. And they, they can be adjusted. Yeah, if, yeah, they could totally be adjusted. If yeah. you're flying from Boston to LA, it doesn't really matter if you're going over Chicago yep. or Tacoma, yep. right? You're yep. just a little bit off course. You can still mm-hmm. get there exactly on time, yep. but it just lets you know where to make the adjustments. Right. And I think the the one important thing there is to make those sub goals something that's within your control so that it's not... So that you can actually take actionable steps towards those. Yeah, if each one of those sub goals are also smart goals, yeah. um, and everything has to be within your control. Yeah, you know, it can't be the type of thing like um, I want to get promoted. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you want to get promoted, like that's you could be working your tail off. Yeah. If you're in a bad organization, there's not going to be the recognition from mm-hmm. the top down. 
you're just going to be spinning your wheels and you get really frustrated. If your goal is to be able to complete these six um, projects that you know are realistic, you know, in the smart sense, then then we're good or attainable. Right. Awesome. Love it. Cool. Thank you. Thanks, Pat. 